This week on the O The Anthem Podcast, of course, we're talking Ravens versus Rams at the Coliseum. Monday Night Football featuring the Ravens and Corey had a bit of an incident outside of the stadium. A lot in the Baltimore corner this week. Former Mayor Pugh indicted. Thiru deciding to chime in on an inappropriate day. And the ACLU's got something to say to the Baltimore police. It's about time, if you ask me. And of course, in impeachment today, Les Barmas has some allegations about someone who's actually in the hearings. Uh, some ju- a judge wants to chime in on congressional subpoenas. And Trump, uh, well, Corey said he goes insane. I'll say that he continues the insanity. All that and more coming up right now on the O The Anthem Podcast. It's almost like you're a professional in some shit. Congratulations to Brendan and Cat. This is Corey, and this is the O the Anthem Podcast. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Rob. Welcome to episode so two ninety four of the O the Anthem Podcast. I certainly can't uh, say congratulations on any engagements because I've dodged that bullet five times. <laughs> We're coming to you from the hashtag OTALA Studios, high above the one ten freeway in downtown Los Angeles, California. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you for listening on your podcatcher of choice. Again, the easiest way to do this is to go to anchor.fm forward slash O the Anthem. You can go there and you can find the direct link to the podcatcher you like to listen to the Anthem on right there. It's so easy. I don't know why everyone doesn't do it to find their podcatcher. And, of course, you can find more the Anthem at the Anthem on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you're probably listening right now at Facebook.com forward slash Anthem, where we record every episode live. And you can come and be a part of the show. Just put a comment in a comment thread and we'll discuss it. Uh, you can find everything the Anthem uh, or all the videos for the Anthem at YouTube.com mm-hmm. forward slash the Anthem. Now, a part mm-hmm. of the Create Music Group Network. Yeah. Oh, sorry about those advertisements, guys. we got to make some money on this gig. And everything the Anthem and including the merchandise store, is available at otheanthem.com. And I do want to say a special shout-out to... You know, I make the joke about being engaged. But uh, I don't think I mention her enough. Special shout-out to Roxanne. Thank you for putting up with all my nonsense, both here (laughs) and in real life. I don't say it enough, but thank you. Yes. Very kind. Yes. And uh, I realize I I should probably back that that off a little bit, because I really don't say uh, much about her, but... She puts up with a lot of my my bullshit, so we should probably <laughs> probably say thank you. Anyone who can put up with Rob's bullshit deserves a Congressional Medal of Freedom. Absolutely. They're giving them away for like, or a Presidential Medal of Freedom. They're giving away for literally, I think John Voight said something nice about Trump once, and he gets a Medal of Freedom hey, like two I, weeks ago. Wouldn't you want to get one if you normally, could? Normally, it would be one of the 10 most ridiculous things of the week, but we live in a terrifying new world. Where yes, <laughs> where it's not, not even close. Yeah. Not even in the top 10. But we don't want to start with politics. We, of course, want to start with the Ravens and sports ball. So yes, hey, Ravens. <laughs> that that was something. <laughs> you know, sometimes I worry. Like, uh, uh, seeing this this day come up on the calendar, mm-hmm. Ravens at Rams. Yep. So I would be able to see it. Yeah. And knowing that, like, I could plan to be off this day. I could. 
dedicate the whole day to enjoying the game and the stadium and everything like that. And hopefully the Ravens don't disappoint me. Yep. Like I, it, it, I didn't think that the Ravens were going to lose per se because I felt like they were the better team. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to just make sure that like I just didn't want to go in there and get embarrassed, well, you know, because it, it would it would it would have been so hard for me to have been so excited about this whole thing and then just uh, the disappointment. But you you must be so thankfully we dodged a ball. Must be so disappointed <laughs> with that result. Uh, so here's uh, one of the issues. Um, the problem with Monday Night Football. Uh, on the West Coast, is yeah. that the game starts at 5 freaking 15 in the <laughs> afternoon, um, which is approximately four hours before I usually leave work. Yeah. Um, so I told everyone I have to leave at 3 o'clock. So predictably, I got out of there at 4.15 because yeah. that's the way that my life works. <laughs> um, but uh, you got over there early. and well, Early-ish. Early-ish. <laughs> I will say that 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 my point of this is that I uh, missed the first quarter. Mm-hmm. We got to the most st- of the second. Well, no, we got to the stadium at the end of the first. Uh, then it was let's find drinks, and no, it can't be beer. We have to find uh, something else. Uh, another thing. Uh, listen, I, I know the stadium's a hundred years old. I'm I'm giving it some some leeway for yeah. this. There's no bathrooms inside the actual <laughs> stadium. You have to leave the stadium the, to go to the bathroom. The the situation outside. Uh, with like the selling of the food and the drinks and the stuff like that. Yeah. It it feels like I was dropped in like Acroba or something like that. It Honestly, feels like yeah. It it feels like I should be singing like King Ali. <laughs> like there's, I, there's I, this is like no there's no sense to any of it. <laughs> By the way, I think that we got Little, in a like, line merchants and tents yeah. with their like grills. Like we got in a line <laughs> that wasn't a line. It was just yeah. people standing in the general area of where a line would form. I just think of like the things that they like they they came up with in Raven Stadium, like and not even like the stalls of the stadium, like yeah. the ones that they pre-designed to be food things, but just like things that they like jerry-rigged outside of the actual food sales area. Yeah, where it's like here's where you can get some like you know uh, ice cream or something like that, and they have the whole fucking thing like built up inside of like a little like stall Mm -hmm. and it works and it's fine i don't know why you have people with like fucking folding tables i think that you and i could piecemeal sneak in well maybe with enough people maybe like 10 or 15 people we could sneak in a lean-to and start selling our own merchandise inside ram stadium it would not take that much I think I think if you just like if you just pushed a pushed a tent and a table like through, through the, the fence, fence mm, like yes. we could just set one up. I was gonna say and the just sell be unofficial Rams merchandise out inside, inside the stadium. The merchandise will be hard because you're limited to a four point five inch by six point five inch bag. So <laughs> gonna be hard to sneak a lot of merch in, but otherwise. Uh, oh, you know what we could do? What? It's the unofficial merch and we just wear like fifteen t shirts. <laughs> so we go in there like just take it one. No, I'm good. <laughs> Nothing metal. Cool. Let's go. And then get in and take them off and sell them at the table that we snuck through the fence. But uh, I said that because we plan on selling 15 shirts. Yeah. <laughs> the, we can make a profit. Does it have 100 people with 15 shirts just walking <laughs> walk in and like, the other? <laughs> no, we're just a family of very girthy people. I don't know what to tell you. Um, no, so I, I don't appreciate that you singled out my daughter for her girthiness. <laughs> I walked in the stadium and I flipped to Google and I was like, well, let's see what the situation is since these girls are going to apparently make me go uh, get a drink ahead of time. Mm. And uh, it was already 14 to zero when I uh, tuned in and checked that. I'm like, all right, so we got to get to these seats fast. We went and got a drink midway through the second. We finally get to the seats on the way up 
to the a, down the tunnel. I check again. 21 to 3. And I'm like, all right, this is getting a little out of hand. Mm-hmm. We were sitting down maybe, I don't know, three minutes. Yeah. 28 to 3. <laughs> and like, what is going on? Uh, I don't know if I can trust this. I don't know if I can trust this. Something as bad is going to happen. Uh, but it turns out something bad happened before I even got in the stadium. So, to you. Yeah. Not to the team. <laughs> I th- nothing was wrong with the team, other than Matt Skura's injury, which I yes. hope isn't serious because uh, uh, offensive linemen are, are hard to replace. Good ones. Yes, good ones. Um, and I, I, I like how they how they still managed to wallop the Rams after he left. But um, the – God, this team is dangerous. I just, like I, – I can't even, like – I feel like this game, I've w- I've been watching pretty much all the Ravens games. There's a couple I missed because I was on set. Mm-hmm. But I feel like every single game I've seen, I haven't seen Lamar take like a real hard hit no. in any game. He took a couple tonight. Yeah. There were a couple where people like landed on him a little hard and stuff like that. But Also, I, arguably so, some like, late hits, I, by the way. Yeah, arguably. And I mean, like, yeah. I, 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 at some point we're going to get into the the uh, out, outside the edge uh, racism of Lamar Jackson, yeah, and how everyone like keeps going like, oh, you know, those running quarterbacks get injured all the time, and I'm just like, well, yeah, he runs, but mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody's saying this about Josh Allen. Nobody's, no, no, nobody's it's weird. Going, he's putting it's himself at risk by running all the damn time. They're going like, wow, look at that white boy run. <laughs> well, I mean, they say the same thing about Lamar, but it's just, hey, look at that boy run. Um, <laughs> has a different connotation. <laughs> does not altogether. Does not feel the same. No, no. <laughs> it's when the Bills fans say it. Um, but uh, so, by the way, uh, because I didn't get to do it, I'm going to go ahead and say it now. Uh, I was thinking uh, today that I wanted to rush home and get my PlayStation control. Yeah. And there were opportunities to do exactly what I'd planned, which is record Lamar on the field, just like juking and doing spin moves and yeah. then just pan to Corey playing with the PlayStation remote <laughs> as if it was a, a Madden game because basically that's how Corey plays Madden. Yeah. Uh, and when he plays with the Correctly, Ravens. Correctly, that's how I play. Well, when he plays with the Ravens, it's like almost <laughs> play not Play to win. That's why, I, that's why I do it. But uh, then I was afraid that they would take my PlayStation controller and not give it back. Um, since because apparently they're in the market of taking things from people. Yeah, so uh, hold on. Uh, I, I, I brought it up. Uh, I, I went to... I went to the Rams uh, A to Z guide before going to the stadium because as a smoker, uh, things can be a little bit dicey with stadiums as to like how you can smoke or where you can smoke. Yes. Um, you know, the, the way I, I the one that has become most comfortable for me in the era of no smoking in stadiums ever is the we've set up designated smoking areas where you can like walk out to the street and you stay in like a chain link cage. Yes, half of this stadium is outside the stadium, yeah. which I don't understand. Like, right. you get food, you go to the bathroom outside of the bowl, and you can call it a concourse if you want. Yeah. It's not. No, it's, it's a parking it's lot outside. extended. Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's a park. It's literally just a stadium in the middle of a park. Yeah, and you put a and fence I'm, up, and you call this the stadium and that. And I'm sure, anyway. they're, I'm sure they're going to argue that uh, the reason why you can't smoke in uh, outside of the stadium anywhere is because it's in the middle of a park, and you're not supposed to smoke in parks in L.A., so oh, I forgot about that, but yeah, but yeah. there's so. literally you you can own it. <laughs> like mm. it's something I purchased legally. Also, uh, and you're not allowed to drink in parks. Yeah, in LA. but they somehow found a way around that. Mm, weird, weird, yeah. weird how that worked out. Um, but I checked the the smoking before I left. Uh, this is exactly what it says on therams.com because they didn't want to commit to larams.com. So <laughs> who knows how long <laughs> they'll be? They here. gotta Come keep on. it open just in case <laughs> this. Five billion dollar stadium near the airport doesn't work out. 
Well, listen, uh, that town may end up not becoming part of L.A., so eventually they might be the Inglewood <laughs> yeah, Rams. Who true. Knows? Who knows? There might be some dicey language in the uh, contract. Uh, the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum is a smoke-free facility. Smoking of any kind, including electronic or vapor cigarettes, is prohibited. The use of smokeless tobacco is prohibited for all events. All right. Uh, and then they do the L.A. Municipal Code structure, you know, 4150-1. Um, fine. I see that. I'm like, all right, it's going to be three hours before between cigarettes. Yeah. I can deal. I do airports. I do all this. Like, there's times where I can't smoke for three hours. It's mm-hmm. fine. Uh, I also, just as a good guy, good person, don't want to, like, irritate people with my cigarette smoke as much as I can handle yeah, it. Like, like the dumb ads they run with the guy in the stands smoking a yeah, cigar. Like, and you're like, who does that? Right. Come on. Like, uh, you know, like, I, I will happily go to your little, like, smoker's cage like, 20 yards away <laughs> from the stadium to avoid... Like, irritating somebody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also, I should point out that secondhand smoke has killed, like, fucking 15 people. It's yeah. Not like, and thirdhand th- smoke is not <laughs> a thing. <laughs> they make it seem like every single time a cigarette wafts into your air, like, it, you're getting Death. cancer that you're going to die from. No. Yes. it's not. That's not how it works. And the CDC like, intentionally said that they uh, increased the numbers of people who die of secondhand smoke to make it more dangerous sounding for people who like. You know. And to get states to enact things like the municipal code <laughs> that Corey. Yeah. Just noted. Anywho. Yes. But it, it says no smoking in the stadium. Fine. It's OK. I can deal. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a big boy. Uh, what I don't appreciate is the fact that I get to the stadium. I go through security. I put my cigarettes and lighter in the thing just because I emptied all my pockets and I put everything in there. And he said, you can't bring those in. And I'm just like, oh, I know I can't smoke. And he's just like, no, you can't bring it into the stadium. Hmm. I'm just like, what? Hmm. Like, he's just like, you, you have to either bring it to your car or you have to throw it out. I'm just like. My car? Dude, I took the metro here. <laughs> like, I, I was doing everything possible to be as good to the people, all the people who are trying to get out in cars as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. It's like a fucking Armageddon over there. It, and when, it, it literally <laughs> is. When the cars are trying to get out. I take the metro there. I ride a bike back. Like, it, I it, I don't know. It, it's just amazing to me that, like, I couldn't even have them in my pocket for yeah. fear that I might just start smoking. And I would have been 100% legally within my rights to bring up to an ounce of marijuana on my person mm-hmm. with a doctor's rack. Mm-hmm. And be able to, uh, the law is kind of quasi, uh, is in a legal gray area as to whether or not I would be able to smoke medicinal marijuana in a park. Right. Because yeah. uh, you can't do it like within 100 yards of a school or something like that. Right. And there's certain other areas Places where, where children congregate. Yeah, the, yeah. You're not allowed to smoke pot openly in those places. But if you have a wreck, you're allowed to smoke literally anywhere else. Yes. And it's just a game of, are you willing to play... Uh, uh, smart with the cops until you eventually get off. Yes. Like, like am I going to get, am I ticket? willing to get arrested yeah. and brought to the station and then sit there for four hours just to prove the point that I was legally allowed I to mean, do it on the middle of Figueroa? To be fair, uh, they'll probably just tell you to throw it out. Yeah, they'll probably, and you know, and more and than that, more than likely I just snuff out my joint and I walk away and yeah. there's no, no problem. But I'm saying like the, the fact is I could have legally had a ounce of marijuana on me, brought it into the stadium. There wouldn't have been, a single thing legally they could have mm-hmm. done about it. Notice they didn't say anything about marijuana. Right. They said like uh, cigarettes, cigars, e-cigarettes. They didn't say now anything. Wait, now I wait. I smelled marijuana like crazy throughout yes. the entire game. Because to be fair, again, here's Which another again, thing. Which is fine. I don't give a shit. Do it. You, <laughs> like, can, you can carry two, without a smoking device, which yeah. they probably would have taken under this, you can carry two grams 
Or what is it? Five grams? I thought you're allowed to have an ounce on you at like any given no, point. No, I think time. with the medical thing, it's more. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, you're allowed because uh, you can actually just take any marijuana on you at any time. I think it's up to five grams. Um, how it's much whatever, is it? It's whatever you're allowed to legally purchase. Yes, which I think, I think is five grams. Right, and I think you're. I'm allowed to purchase more than an ounce with the with the doctors. Right? Yes, oh, maybe it is. Said it in loud. Oh man, but <laughs> they, in know any I, event, they know I have a medical condition. If you condition. had a bowl and two grams of marijuana, yeah. they could make you throw the bowl out but keep and put the, the weed, weed yeah. in your pocket because technically it's legal to, to be possessed if you're, in possession If you're willing it. to, just throughout the course of the games, vigorously rub it on your <laughs> on your gums, or yeah, sure, why not have a blast? I could carry chocolate that clearly marks itself as THC, yeah. and they cannot take that away from yeah. me. Yeah, as long as you have your wreck. Yeah, well, yes, because for Because, I mean, like, that. technically speaking, there's a lot of legal opportunities that afford yourself if you have a rack. Right. Uh, if you but were, wait, if you were there... some person visiting from Bolivia and you bought some pot recreationally and tried to smoke it on Hollywood Boulevard, I mean, pr- probably nobody would even yeah. bother you. Especially but, I mean, Hollywood. like, hypothetically, if you, have a, if, you, if you just bought it for recreational purposes, then you don't have the ability to smoke it out in public. Is there I mean, an you outside... You don't have the ability to, like, smoke it in hotels or do yeah. anything else like Is that. Is there an outside food or drink policy? In the Rams, I don't know. Uh, so this, I saw people taking in food. That's this, all I'm saying. This, this is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. They're making me throw out an entire pack of cigarettes and a lighter. So there's ten something dollars right there. Yeah. Just out the like, not even like, no concern for the fact that like I spent money on this. And outside of the stadium, like literally a football's throw away from where this incident was happening, there are people selling single beers outside of coolers <laughs> on your walk up. They're yeah. just like. Coors Light, Bud Light, any, anybody want? I'm just like, this is a fucking park. Like, what are we doing? Because like, alcohol is then, allowed. And then the other thing is, like, as as the swarms of people leave the stadium, you see the overturned shopping carts and hot dog people. <laughs> and listen, I can't. Uh, this is uh, this is I I think the part that makes uh, my political philosophy so difficult for like people to like pin down sometimes. But I'm not against the idea that these people should be arrested for doing this. I just think that they you are have... against. You are against the idea that they should be arrested. Yeah, I, I don't want these people arrested for go. selling food illegally on the street. Uh, because I, I don't want them to have a criminal record and maybe get deported. Because there's a, a large amount of people who have that happen to them. And also, let's say that you're, you know, the three girls who came with us. And you decide you want to eat one of the hot dogs yeah. from one of the cars. Well, this is the problem. Like, so... My cigarettes, which will stay in my pocket and not be smoked for the entirety of the game, are a problem. And the lighter that would allow me to light it would be a problem. I mean, like, hypothetically, you could have just had me toss the lighter and, like, what what, what the fuck was I going to do? Well, you're going to find somebody with pot and get their lighter and smoke <laughs> a cigarette. It's just the, the guy three rows back. Um, I, I, But you go outside, and there's literally, like, 30 people shell- selling hot dogs out- off of shopping carts, right? And there's no hand wash station. There's no nothing. This is how the next pandemic starts. I don't know if you know how these things start, but there's some disease that starts because a pig and a human and a chicken all had the flu at the same time. And these the, the microbes get together and they create some new super flu that we don't have the, the ability to solve. And everyone dies. Like, it's a plague where 20% of the world's population is just wiped off the face of the earth. And it's because nobody's washing their goddamn hands when they're selling you the hot dogs that they're literally burning on a shopping cart. Here's the That difference. was used at a shopping center. Like, it was going <laughs> over the floors there. Like, it's insane. Who, here's the difference. 
Who is in charge? Like, if you're really concerned about, like, your food safety, I'm sorry. No, just, go ahead. Just, go ahead. Thing. Like, if you're really concerned about your food safety, you should never eat any food ever. Like, right. anywhere. That you don't prepare yourself. That, if you don't kill the chicken yourself, you yeah. should not be allowed to eat food. Because, like, the people who pr- take care of the food, the people who serve the food, none of these people are doing everything they can to be as safe as humanly possible. They are, for they the are most taking part. a shit and not washing their hands and then They're, coming back is, and making your this, food. This happens at the most expensive steakhouses in america mm-hmm. like you cannot trust any food you like everything is just you're leaving it up to the gods the however get sick. here's the however point. who is doing the security in the stadium <laughs> i guess the uh, usc i don't know no. like amc security that was was on the back of their mm-hmm. their jackets or amb security maybe no no yeah. private security firm so uh a bunch of guys who wanted to be cops but who couldn't be cops? Yeah. So when they have the uh, right to make you throw out your cigarettes, what are they going to do? Make me do it. Right. Yeah. Now, who is controlling the security? And by that, I mean the carts serving food outside the stadium. Probably the LAPD. LAPD. <laughs> and LAPD don't give a fuck. Yeah. If you stab somebody in front of them, they would look at the guy and be like, you all right? You all right? <laughs> Unless they, can right, write, well. unless they get to write a ticket for something. They don't give a <laughs> shit about anybody. Don't like, make a right where you're not allowed to in front of them. But during a particular... Okay, so I got a ticket the other day. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was... I lived here like my whole life. I maybe saw the sign once and said like, oh, I should commit that to memory in case I ever have to make a right at this weird time. Nope. But there's a no right hand turn on Boylston near Dodger Stadium between four and seven in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why. I I guess it's because they don't want there's like a little neighborhood there. No, no. It's rush hour traffic. Yeah. They don't want people like cutting through during rush hour traffic. But that seems like oddly convenient for like the people of that neighborhood. Like somebody's rich and called the mayor. <laughs> and we all know. Yeah. And then he goes to the Tommy he goes to the Rams game. He's really upset about them getting thrashed by the Ravens. He goes outside. He eats a hot dog. A couple days later, he ends up sick. A few days later, after that, it's bubonic plague in all of Los Angeles County. Yes. Uh, but other than that, the uh, <laughs> Monday Night Football is pretty fun. Yeah. Real um, quick, just before yeah. we get out of sports ball here. Yeah. Our next game is against the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Yes. The the one loss San Francisco 49ers, the leaders of the NFC. Who we lost to earlier this year, right? Didn't we play them earlier? No. Who do we lose to at the beginning? Chiefs. Chi- ah, I was thinking about the Chiefs. And yes. I can't remember who else we lost to. Hmm. The Chiefs, who are still looking great. It was really early, though. Yeah. It was like week four or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But nonetheless, yeah. uh, the one loss uh, 49ers. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we've already beaten the unbeaten Patriots. Yeah. So but this could be a I, I I I sort of say it at risk, but this could be a potential Super Bowl preview, right? Um, do and you have any maybe? Do you have any feelings about this game? Do you, it's um, at the bank, yes, which I think is always good. I mean, as far as rest goes, they played on Sunday night. We played on Monday night. I mean, there's not really a huge. Yeah. I mean, they're the, in addition, they're flying east. I was gonna say they played Sunday night, but then they have to travel to Maryland. We mm-hmm. played Monday night, but then we're at home for right. the game. So. Which probably is the computer figuring that out. Like, ah, eh, this negates any, you know, advantage. But, I mean, I would say that uh, I am really happy that we are going to be surrounded by a bunch of gamblers while we're watching this. Because I feel like <laughs> there's going to be a lot of upset people, and that might be more entertaining than the game itself. Yeah, we're going to Vegas this weekend. So, uh, Rob decided to save some money by flying to Vegas, and I decided to join him. Yeah. So. <laughs> and uh, we can finally get some writing done, because I yeah. haven't written in three years. So... <laughs> 
Well, and I, as I pointed out to you, my problem is I really need to get three days to write the first act of something. And then I can kind of pick it up as we go along. But I have three versions of the first act of the same thing because I'm like, I don't know where I was going with this. And I can't get to the second act from where I am. So let's start over and we're going to do it again. And then two weeks goes by and I don't write anymore. And I'm like, all right, don't know where I was going with this. Can't get to the second act from here. So let's start over again. Well, I have that three times. Now. So what, what I've decided to do is just like uh, I, there was a there was a night where I was just like struck by a certain amount of inspiration. Mm -hmm. And I, I just like told Rachel, like, shut the you know, like, fuck <laughs> up and don't talk. <laughs> Please, to I love you, but shut the fuck up for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and like I literally just sat there and like I think it helps my process a little bit to like do the the actual physical movement of handwriting. Ah, so I can't do that. No. Um and it's nice with the surface. So okay, I have yeah. a notepad on the on the surface where I can just like handwrite my notes as I'm writing them because it gives me enough time to like sort of think about what I'm saying before Does it I'm so much quicker with keys than I am like handwriting words. Does it turn it into typing though? You could. Ah, uh, see, see, that's where I need. So I need to get a surface. Also, <laughs> my computer's a piece of shit. So clearly <laughs> upgrade time um we can try running it on this next week and see if it lives up to you know i i don't think that it's got the processing power to do it mm. i got a mac no. uh and as much as i hate macs i think we're gonna run it on a mac from now on <laughs> um because it's also a uh it's specially built to process uh video, video. Yeah. yeah um render time on my 20 minute uh, raw, uh 20 minute every man movie review one minute 50 seconds mm. usually on this computer one hour, 50 yeah. minutes. So I'm hoping it's, it's amazing good. when you get the new equipment and you like, I remember <sighs> so I took my, my old laptop to a thing to like dump video footage on, yeah. uh, on set. And like, it was just like 4k video. I'm just like, Oh, I don't need to play it. I just need to transfer it onto this thing. It's just like two gigs, 10 hours. I'm like, mm. nope. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, so back to the point, which is, uh, make sure you're following at the Anthem. On yeah. Instagram and Twitter, we will be live from, not the episode live, but we will be in Vegas, and yeah. I'm sure we'll be updating, so you're not going to want to miss that. What I, what I would really like is that we're essentially a phones off, like we'll we'll have our phones and they'll be around somewhere, but we'll like turn off all the volumes. Yes. And if somebody needs to contact us on emergency, they can like override the- The DND. The, the silence. Yes. Um, but the, like, we just commit all this time to writing and taking breaks every once in a while to eat. Yes. And maybe watch the Ravens game. But other than that, like, and writing. the but. eating and Ravens game will coincide with each other. Yes. And then, uh, getting the hotel for two days so we can actually stay until we want to go. All the way on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. All the way through, go see the game, go back to the room, write some more. Uh, and we're leaving Roberto at home because that's <laughs> the key to getting any work done. Yeah. Because he would literally just stand there like, ah! yeah. right. Hey, listen, <laughs> it's it's a boys' trip. No women allowed. So, yeah, that's right. You heard me. Anyway, uh, so uh, follow us up. We'll be there, and we'll be talking about the San Francisco Ravens game, which could uh, hopefully goes like this week. Yeah. Um, oh man, that would that would make me feel so. I I I don't. You know, I I uh, uh, uh shout out to my buddy Dave Gascon, mm -hmm. who uh is on the fifth hour of Ben Maller. He's the uh, a Fox Sports radio host, and they have a podcast. And every week they have this uh, segment called Benny and the Penny, okay. where uh, Benny picks his, his against-the-spread picks for the NFL, Okay, and uh, they literally flip a penny to see whether or not uh, like how accurate the penny is, like a 50-50 shot. Versus him. Versus him yeah. kind of thing. Um, and for the last couple of weeks, he's been talking about the Ravens, and he's been saying... 
you know, like, oh, they're they're all in the they're in love with themselves. And this is all going to come crashing down when they have to fly to the West Coast and take on the Rams and, you know, reigning Super Bowl NFC champions. And, you know, like, uh, you know, like I, I eventually Lamar's going to get hit wrong and this is all going to come crashing down for the Ravens fans and they don't know how they good they got it. And listen, I, I, I live my world in a constant fear of all of that. I just wake up tomorrow and Lamar Jackson has like turned into a pumpkin. Yeah. And like a literal pumpkin. And they still put him on the field because at one point it was Lamar Jackson's <laughs> smash. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, no. Like I literally live in this world of fear, but I listen to people talk about this, like to the Ravens, and I'm just like, that's not this team. No. Like, hopefully, I, but still, I uh, the part of me not having a heart attack in Las Vegas and literally dying there is not putting money on this Ravens 49ers game because. <laughs> Also, you don't want to ruin a good weekend. A, it could be good otherwise. If it's a four-point spread and it's a three-point game, I don't know if I'm pulling through. That's all I'm saying. You're like, you write your Oscar-winning screenplay, but Ravens lose, and you're like, no, nah, fuck it, I'm done. No, I don't even want to remember Just this. Curl the all surface right? against the wall. Like, <laughs> fuck this shit. And on that note, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up sports. So, because we have splashes for everything, let's go ahead and we most of the news that we have to talk about today, god damn, I can't find it, uh, is actually uh, a little homegrown news. Mm. So, we can go ahead and jump right from sports ball into uh, the Baltimore corner. Where you get the straight dope. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, uh, a lot going on in Maryland. Uh, <laughs> it's almost like you're preparing for a return. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot going on. So, uh, where are you going to start on this list? I think we have to start with the mayor being indicted. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I'm sorry. You, you mean the second mayor of the last three to be I love, indicted? I lo- by the way, uh, hate the 10 year challenge. Love the 10 year challenge meme of the Baltimore 2009 <laughs> dealing with a mayor indicted. Baltimore 2019. 2019. Dealing mayor with a mayor indicted. indicted. Things never change. Oh, in my God. Um, but yeah, so if you missed the news this week, uh, former Mayor Pugh. Uh, who uh, I would say disgrace, right? Resigned in disgrace. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe resigned under a cloud, which then turned into disgrace now that she's been indicted. Well, I think it was disgraceful before the cloud even started. Oh, with not answering any questions, yeah, and just that, hiding from the media. Yeah. Well, not only that, but uh, people seem to forget too that like when this before this story like officially broke, somebody at the Baltimore Sun, like in the city hall uh, mm-hmm. beat had like asked her about some sort of thing like yeah, we're hearing some whispers about some sort of like something with your books and oh, university cr- of maryland that's and, crazy. yeah and her you're insane this is this is nothing but some sort of weird mm-hmm. b- thought up experiment by somebody who wants to take me down yep. and then she like, hopped on her line <laughs> and went right away from her. which usually you don't like you know that <laughs> You don't usually want to have a. I'm sure there's a soundbite there somewhere where where she's going like you people. Yeah, and uh, bringing turns out, these slanderous <laughs> accusations across me turns out 100 accurate. And yep. uh, she in fact did uh, double sell books that never got delivered to University of Maryland and uh, took money that was supposed to go to foundation or to her company, which was then to be donated to a foundation, and basically walked out of a bank with cash and uh, paid off some debt and bought a house. Yeah. Um. And, and <laughs> started, uh, when her when her mayoral campaign looked like it was under a little bit of uh, stress. shaky ground. Stress, yeah. Stress. Yeah. And uh, Sheila Dixon was raising all kinds of money. Mm. And then all of a sudden, Catherine Pugh got this humongous 
humongous uh, uh, flux of cash coming in, yeah. soft money coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of that soft money, a lot was, of it, a lot of it. Well, <laughs> we don't really know yet. I mean, we, sure, haven't, I we haven't been able. To, uh, I, I can only speak of the ones I heard, but uh, I, I uh, this is this is a true story. Mm-hmm. Her fridge donated to her mayoral campaign yeah. through a super PAC. Hmm, very weird. It, like it literally was just like Frigidaire cold meister or whatever. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, this is this keeping absurd. up, keeping up the uh, 2019. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Yeah, let's just have our fridge fridge donate. And I wonder if it was a smart fridge, and she just like went on the web browser and donated, and it was like, "What's your name?" She's like, "Uh, Frigidaire." <laughs> uh, yeah. So she basically people in Baltimore sure have weird names. <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, do you remember uh, EP talking about uh, LaDasha? <laughs> L.A., the dash symbol, A, and uh, one of the people went out in the, uh, the waiting room was like, uh, la uh, and uh, the girl was like, LaDasha. And then so the next week um, that she got a different person that was, um, God, it was L.A. dash something else, and she went out and was like, uh, LaDashna, and she was like, Oh my gosh! How you know my name? And like, there are two people in the city of Baltimore with a dash in their name that you pronounce. Okay, probably more than two. Yeah. Nonetheless, um, so Mayor Pugh took money from her book sales, gave it to people, with the understanding book sales. Yeah, book sales first. Uh, gave it to people with the understanding that you are then going to donate it back to me and. Uh, you were going to do this because I've given you some kind of political favor. Yeah. Uh, in my on my time as the um, or on city council, or I will give you a political favor once I get into the mayor's office. There so. was a, there was some lawyer who uh, I think he was uh, part of the the federal team investigating this or whatever uh, <sighs> said something like uh, was asked a direct question about like uh, should other people be nervous and he's just like. I imagine there's a lot of wealthy people who are having wet pants right now. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, ooh. Uh, also, ooh, thank you. Uh, even worse, because the indictment came out on Thursday, and on Friday, she appeared in court and gave a guilty plea, yeah. which makes me think that perhaps she's going to go tell on some people. Um, I, uh, you know, that may happen, mm-hmm. and that may reduce some time. Thanks, Takashi. Uh, I, <laughs> Takashi Catherine. Uh, oh, can we somebody make that meme, please? <laughs> Catherine Pugh as Takashi Six Nine, just first pointing we, people first out. First, we start doing the Marty Not Fly, and then oh, God, uh, right, I'm bringing back Marty Not Fly, and I'm finding someone at <laughs> my work who can make Catherine Pugh as Takashi Six Nine. Just put her face. Uh, the, my be- my favorite of all time is the Pugitive. Yes, <laughs> but uh, we we I think we should make uh, Takashi. Pew t-shirts. I feel like that would be lovely. Uh, if I can find somebody to make me the image, I will 100% say, let's put that on a t-shirt. I'm going uh, to talk to some graphic designers this week. Um, I I really hope there, there was also conversation happening about uh, whether or not Pew should really face the hardest punishment possible. The, the maximum sentence, I think, for the thing she just pled guilty for mm-hmm. were was like 33 years. I think she's actually fighting some of the counts. But maybe it's a sort of like, I'm not putting in a plea for these. Yeah. So and we're going to drop these when I cooperate. That, which is and, my guess. Because yeah. it's not that she's fighting them. She just entered a guilty plea to some, not guilty to others. Which to me sounds like, we're going to put these on the back docket. Yeah. And once you cooperate, 
then we'll drop these other charges. So you're not guilty. We'll just become a nolle persique. Nolle persique. Um, but you're going to have these guilt. And by the way, they put her sentencing on the one she's guilty of mm -hmm. in February, which is a lot of time in order for her to come in on some other indictments that are mm -hmm. maybe about to be handed down. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that there's a what are we going to get from this web of uh, corruption that is sort of keeping things open a little bit with yeah. this whole thing. Uh, but I, I maintain that the only way we're really ever going to uh, properly make people think that there is some sort of punishment that can be had for pulling corruption on people when you are coming from the place of trying to be a member of the public trust mm -hmm. that is supposed to be government. Like, I, I feel like, you know, much like, you know, if I murder somebody with intent, I get way more time than I do if it's a sort of like a crime of passion. Manslaughter, yeah. 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 But I mean, like, there could be a murder that happens where it's just like, you know, like uh, somebody cut me off in traffic. And then I was just like, how dare you? And then he flipped me off. And then at that moment, I became you, so angry yeah. and, I, and I decided to kill him. I decided to run him down with my car. Well, like I could get that 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 would be murder and I would get a lot of time for that. But if I said I'm tired of Rob and all his shit and I know he's going to come over for the podcast next week, I'm going to hide in the elevator. And when he comes in going like, Corey, I'm just going to stab him in the neck. Yes, because I'm so sick of his shit and I've been planning this for months. Uh, well, number one, probably not the place I should be doing it on a podcast with Rob <laughs> talking about my plans. And but. also in an elevator with a camera <laughs> in a building with many cameras, probably not the best place. Uh, but uh, I mean, like hypothetically, that crime would get me a lot more time because I premeditated the thing. Well, that depends. Like it gets you maybe the same amount of time. Now, if you were black and I was white, mm -hmm. oh, they're going to throw the book. Oh, well, yeah. Me. I mean, like, you know, there's ways that I could get this to go <laughs> to go higher just by by pure happenstance. But I mean, like. <laughs> but the, being born black yeah. i could uh, make this a lot worse for myself so. I, I i i feel like people like this who violate the public trust and go and do it from the position of somebody who is trying to, like this is why i'm so upset about the whole trump thing and it's not just because like i don't like trump or anything like that it's because you're supposed to be president and looking out for the the uh, as much of america as humanly possible yeah if there's something that you can do that can benefit america you should be doing it and you might have different opinions of what's good for America, and that's just political discourse. That's the that's the thing. But you know, he's specifically trying to just bring down his political opponents. Yeah. He's not trying to do anything about the. It, he doesn't understand that this this is wrong. This only benefits him. It does nothing for America. It hurts us in every single way. But he doesn't care. But he doesn't care. I mean, he and, might know it, but he doesn't yeah, care. and uh, he's not gonna like you know if even if he got impeached, which is. Like, even at this point, completely unlikely, even if he got impeached, I doubt they even really bring charges against him. No. I mean, Pence probably just pardons him on the way out the door, and then he lives out the rest of his life in Palm Beach and never never breaks stride, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like... There used to be a time where we would kill the king. Like, yeah. We hey, would, we you know would how drag we, him to the public square. And you know we how we did that? You know Guillotines. How we did? Guillotines. Yeah. There's a solution for everything. But I'm saying like kings started getting a little bit nervous when they knew that the punishment for betraying the public trust was so much oh. higher because of the position you were. If I, if I, uh, if some part, random person walks up to me on the street and asks me for directions to Sable Center and I, on purpose give them wrong directions <laughs> like that's not like the 
it's a shitty thing for me to do. If I'm a cop and I do that, oh, yeah, then, now, you're, now it's a little more. Yeah. I, like I would expect that person to be at least like the the ideal at least of that person is that they're looking out for me. Theoretically, yeah. Like I, they. Uh, well, well, I, well mean, I mean, like no, but ideal, I'm saying, yes, yeah, the, the ideal, ideal belief is that if I walked up to a cop and I said, "Where's the nearest hospital?" He would be like, he would feel that as a member of the public trust that he should have to direct me to the hospital mm. and maybe inquire as to whether or not I needed any kind of assistance. Right. Are you okay? Do you need me to call an ambulance? Do you want me to walk with you? <laughs> like yeah. Those Anything. types of things. Yeah. Anything. But if he intentionally goes like hospital, uh, yeah, it's like three blocks that way, <laughs> right in the middle of the water. Like, like that. that's, it, you, you should be fired. And not only should you be fired, but you like the worst thing should happen to you because you did something yes. intentionally to ruin your trust with the public. And I feel like, uh, uh, at the very least, uh, whatever prison sentence comes with Catherine Pugh's uh, crimes, there should also be a certain amount of time in McKeldin Square with her in the stocks, and we can throw... Because she hasn't even fucking talked about it. Like, no. I know that... Like, By the way, in and lawyer, out of court, too. I know her lawyers right now are saying, don't say a fucking word to anybody, yeah. because every single time you say something, you put yourself in the jackpot more and more. And I get it. Like, I get that there's a legal wrangling to this whole thing, and it, it, I'm, I'm not stupid when I'm calling her a coward. I'm just saying, that, like, you know, she hasn't even apologized to the people yet. She hasn't no. said anything. She just... I don't know. Like, well, and I was going to say, have you watched Catherine the Great yet on HBO? No. Okay, so one of the things is uh, when the French Revolution happens, Catherine says, oh, let's burn all the French books, and if any French people are around, let's kick them out of the country. Because I don't want that to happen here. Yeah. I don't know if you heard what happened to Louis. Wasn't pretty, and I uh, I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah. So that's what happens when you start cutting off king's heads. <laughs> and you know what? You throw uh, Catherine Pugh in jail for 30 years. Maybe no more Baltimore mayors are corrupt because they're like, oh, okay. I mean, the, the, fact, the fact that Sheila Dixon got off with like fucking nothing. Yeah. And uh, so uh, another another story, I'll tie this in together. Uh, the fact that SRB has felt like no fucking backlash ever in her life yeah. for the fact that she unconstitutionally shut down the city for a week. Yeah. In the wake of Freddie Gray and the uprising and everything like that. Like the, the, the shirt, the, like... SRB should be living on a farm in Iowa, hoping that nobody recognizes her on the street. Like this, and is instead they're asking her if she's going to run for the House of Representatives. <sighs> who asked you? <laughs> who asked her? Like, really, I want to know the person who. Like, maybe he was just a, maybe some copy editor was just like think of some random people who might run for for Congress and call, give him a call. It's just like, well, I mean, Stephanie Rawlings Blake should be living in the House of Disgrace with Martin O'Malley, but I guess I could ask her. Yeah, and I imagine that like Martin O'Malley's on that list, and they're like, "No, there's no way he's gonna run." No, <laughs> or right? maybe they called and like they got the no, like I'm not thinking about doing it. It's like cool, that's what we thought, and yeah. they hung up, and it's just like we don't really have to write a piece about this, do we? No, nobody, nobody. Th he doesn't even live in the district. I don't think. I think the problem is she does live in the district, so yeah. she could theoretically run. Yeah, Martin. Martin lives uh in Annapolis somewhere. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, I, speaking <laughs> on some of property that he definitely can't afford on a government dime. Yeah. Hmm, strange. Maybe he stole all the stuff from the state house. <laughs> he stole some books. <laughs> um, so uh, speaking of corruption in the city of Baltimore, uh, I would really like to uh, spend more time talking about uh, the fact that Adnan Sayed had his, um, this had, was blocked from appealing to the Supreme Court. Not blocked, but uh, any chance of appeal is they, now. They declined to declined see his to case. Hear the case. Yeah. Yes. But uh, I do want to dive into that. I also, by the way, did not get a chance to read uh, what I assume is a 
denial. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but we, it was usurped because the man who is clearly corrupt and has continued to pursue this case as a means for his own public, uh, pronouncement, mm-hmm. uh, decided that was the appropriate day to run his first ad running for mayor of Baltimore. And you yeah. saw this. I'm going to let you say this because uh, I, I didn't see the actual ad. Or I didn't see the actual it, so. ad either. I just heard people like getting all upset about it. I, I don't understand it, the talking about violating of the public trust uh, through uh, however you may feel of him uh, politically or as a person or whatever uh, intentionally ran for state's attorney with the intention of not winning. Uh, he he ran. He's he's doing what Tulsi Gabbard's going to do in a couple months, mm-hmm. uh, where, which is run a campaign to keep the person uh, to like split the the anti Mosby ballot. Because when it was just Bates and Mosby, Bates had like a 70% lead on yeah. her or something yeah. like that. Like, it was crazy. And then uh, mysteriously, Theroux got into the race and started saying things that were kind of on the Mosby party line. But also, like, every once in a while to, to show that he wasn't, like, in on the fight. Like, you know, that he wasn't taking a dive or anything yeah. like that. He'd be like, I'm not saying Mosby's no saint. And then all of a sudden it becomes assistant attorney or assistant district attorney for yeah, it, Baltimore it was, City. It was a situation immediately after Mosby wins re-election. It was a situation where uh, Ivan Bates was getting the anyone but Mosby vote, yeah, and he had some pretty extreme views, like um, not pursuing any marijuana cases from here on out. And yeah. uh, if you're going to charge cops, then you charge them and you take them all to court and you make. A judge say not guilty yeah. on every single count, uh, which is strange for the city of Baltimore. But the, there were a lot of people who didn't support all of that, but were just like, we can't do Mosby anymore. Right. But Theory there were enough people them, who were saying we, we can't do Mosby. Yeah, I, I will. I will deal with literally anything. But Much like th- there's going to be people who say like, I will vote for literally anyone who is not Donald Trump. Right. I will vote. I will vote for Cory Booker. I will vote for anybody. Who gets Tom Steyer. I will yeah. vote for literally anyone who wins this thing. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Gabber gets in the gets in as a third party, and you're just like, well, yeah, well, and, some very interesting parts about meeting with dictators. And I was gonna say she <laughs> she's gonna be closer to Trump than than any of the Democratic candidates. Yeah, and Thera was closer to Mosby. Be closer to McConnell. Oh. Uh, <laughs> closer to Thera was closer to Mosby, and it was like, well, I don't like Mosby. I don't necessarily like don't like what she does or what her stances are. I just know she doesn't do the things she says she's gonna do. Yeah. So I'm gonna vote for this guy who maybe will do the things that she didn't do, and then split that uh, vote. And I think Ivan Bates fi- uh, finished up I, with 34. I feel like so. uh, uh, I I to to. Uh, tie this in a little bit with the Ivan Bates, not Ivan Mosby. I think I said Ivan Mosby. Yeah, Ivan Bates. Uh, we are talking about Mosby though, yes. so you got the two. Uh, but the 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 ACLU is about to sue the city on behalf of some residents. Yeah, I wonder if there's some sort of way that there could be some sort of group that could like sue the entire city of Baltimore and just shut the shit down. Like, so, just be so like, the end be is- like, listen, we uh, uh, there can't be a mayoral election. Like these people cannot be trusted to literally run or win the mayorship. Jack Young has done nothing. He's literally saying, "I'm not committing the murders." When yeah. responding to somebody who's asking about why all these people are fucking murdered, uh, we have T.J. Smith running, who so far has not made any sort of idea like he's going to fuck the cops over as part of his 
running for mayor. No, because he's not. He's not right. I mean, like you know, if that if he it, literally the only way I would even consider voting for T.J. Smith is if he held a news conference and said, "Listen, there are a fucking lot of dirty cops who are in the Baltimore Police Department. I know all of their names because at some point a press release has come by and yeah. I've had to be like, oh, I can't say that name out loud, but yep. I know who it is and." I know where they all live and like what their positions are. And the minute you hire me as mayor, I can fire all these people. Like, uh, also, no, the minute uh, I am inaugurated as mayor, I start naming names. You know, uh, you know how everyone says that, uh, you know, like it's just the bad cops. Well, like, why don't we try out that theory? Cause I know all the bad cops. I can just fire them. Yeah. But, uh, unfortunately they're, they're going to suitor him. And, uh, what, I, what I'm going to call suitoring him, uh, and he'll have an unfortunate incident in West Baltimore and... Uh, Suitoring being the new term for an unsolved murder. A completely solvable murder that is somehow unsolved because the murder is, in fact, a Baltimore mur- police officer. Epstein got suitored. Yes. Yeah. And how. Uh, but yeah, so as you mentioned, the ACLU is suing the city. I love it. Just as a aside, I don't want to get into a whole Epstein thing, but I, I know that it, Bill Barr had like a statement this week just being like, I know this is incredibly hard for you to hear and nobody wants to hear it right now, but this is just like the biggest colossal like like continuation of errors that happened yeah. that allowed this to even be possible. And like the fact that so many things went wrong is kind of unbelievable, and that's how it happened. Mm-hmm. And I know nobody's going to believe me, but that's but what happened. That's what happened. Yeah. And it's weird to see Bill Barr like have those moments where where he's just like, "Listen, I know nobody wants to believe this. We're <laughs> Every, inept. We're not everyone. Good at our everyone job. wants to think that JFK didn't get killed by one person and one person alone. I get it. We've looked at it all." It really didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I still think he was murdered. But yeah, no, <laughs> yeah I know you're saying. Anything, I but. know you're saying to yourself, "There's no way that these guys could be that bad at their job that all these things would fail." But I'm here to tell you, folks, we are <laughs> that, that bad at our jobs. We are that inept. Yeah, um, all these people work for me, Bill Barr. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but the ACLU is suing the city, and I think it won't. It won't shut the city down, but it'll certainly lead to some interesting uh, information yeah. that will certainly come out. Uh, but one. One negative thing that has nothing to do with city government, really, uh, and only in comparison to L.A., because I want to make sure we talk about this. Yeah. We, coming back from uh, Memorial Coliseum, uh, had the choice of taking Metro, which was a clusterfuck, uh, Mm -hmm. and L.A. still hasn't figured out how to run extra chains extra trains only to the stadium yeah i wish we would figure that out that that seems like it would be easy but uh anyway or taking an uber which also ridiculous and not really fathomable you found a bike Mm -hmm. Uh, after i got the girls out of the stadium area i went to find a bike i think i think the reason why you didn't find a bike was uh because they went quick. Yes. There was like so. a huge queue of people like ready to get a bike at the station where I was at. Yeah. And I was able to get past all of them because I could walk up and like Beep. tap the card and yeah. walk away with a bike. Like there were people like looking at like, oh, what, to, what, what do I have to do here? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I got a line. And I, I told a bunch of people that the white bikes are electric bikes and they're just like, no way. <laughs> like, oh, man. Now Did there's more electric? people. Yeah. Uh, 20 so, minutes, by the way, 20 minutes to, to ride my electric bike from, from yeah. the stadium to here. Like, uh, th- Which is, by the way, now I think of it, that's why you beat me. This is the electric bike. Mm. But um, I got a, a Lyft scooter, and then when the battery died on that one, <laughs> when I killed that one, I got a bird scooter. Um, but it's not really about that. Uh, what it's about is I took a bike lane. Now, you know, uh, wherever I was by USC was terrible. Uh, Adams Boulevard. 
terrible. Mm-hmm. But then I banged a left onto Figueroa. Figueroa at Adams, which is not South LA or not South Downtown, and it's not South Park. It's beyond that. Yeah. South of the 10, down in whatever that part. It gets, it's it like South University LA. Village. University Village. But that's, that's part of downtown. It's yes. part of the extended downtown. So there I found myself in a bike lane, and I rode it from Adams solidly two miles all the way up to Sunset, mm-hmm. where I then turned right into a not dedicated bike lane, but a bike bus lane. That is traffic or is uh, parking at this hour. Yeah. But it's so wide that you can park a car and I can still ride my yeah. bike or scooter beside it. And I followed that all the way down. Um, Sunset became Cesar Chavez and then to Broadway. Um, and this is what I don't understand. How does Baltimore continue to get this so wrong? Why are people so objecting to these bike lanes? Because, again, I got from. Memorial Coliseum to Chinatown well, in 25 minutes, the, and I had to trade a, a scooter on the way there. The problem is that uh, uh, most cities in the industrial Northeast were not built with the intention that there were going to be cars. Uh, I guess that's so, true. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, when, when they installed bike lanes all throughout downtown, they... They clearly took advice from the people who like the bike advocates about yeah. like what this should mean. And they were talking about like we need to separate the car, the vehicle traffic from the bikers. And, you know, if somebody like sways into the lane, you got to avoid people being able to like get into the lanes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the the way that they did it was I don't want to say wrong, but just not built for a city that was built in the. 1600s yeah like, um like, you can't take a travel lane and turn it into a bike lane people yeah, don't like I, that but there are things that they could have done to make it more like that figueroa bike lane yeah i mean like i i think that what you need is i mean like the benefit of la too is that it was you know 60 degrees while i'm biking in oh, that's november true. yeah to my home so it's not like i had to worry about like snow and stuff that you have to worry about in maryland all the time uh, but it, it's just like, you have to get people used to the idea that this is better for everyone. Like me not taking a car from here to the stadium or back yeah, helped because a car takes up a lot of space. Right. And it like, th- there was some artist who, uh, took pictures of traffic and then just, uh, photoshopped out the cars and, and just had the people. people. Yeah. And you could look at like this huge congestion of traffic and see like, a hundred people. Yeah. And like one of them's a bus with 20 people on it. Right. But like you're looking at it and you're just like, realistically, this is an awful allocation of our space. Like yeah. a, somebody on a bike makes a lot more sense because it, a small footprint and a small, and like one person, like it makes more sense than the entire space of the car. Yeah. But, and by the way, uh, every other major city, not on the East Coast of the United States, knows this. Yeah. All the European cities, by the way, with, with streets that are smaller and not yeah. meant for traffic, know this. Um, and they basically but just I mean, say, like, we're going to enforce it. I That's mean, they, they basically... But the, the, the difference is that they spent time... Over the last 25 years. Okay. I mean, that's true. Telling people like, like why the bike makes sense. Yeah. And it, it, it corresponded with in Europe and places like this, like outrageously higher gas prices mm-hmm. than in America. Oh, and making the cars much smaller. Yeah. So. And, and making, making uh, laws essentially saying that if you own a bigger car, you pay more money. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, there uh, in London, they have, uh, congestion taxes that depend on what type of car you drive yeah 
So if you were hypothetically driving like a Suburban or a Hummer around London, you'd be paying a lot more than if you were driving around like an EV, for instance. Right. Um, and by the way, Baltimore, as small as the streets are, if everyone was driving a smart car or a similarly European-sized car, you'd have plenty of room for a bike lane. Well, I mean, like, I, I feel this is the, at the end of the day, this is the problem. And I, you know, I, I, I'm. <laughs> I fucking hate the Republicans so much right now. I'm so mad at them. They're not He's a my, Republican. They're not my besties right now. I'm so angry with mm-hmm. like where all of literally all of them are going. But at the same time, I can't in good conscience say Democrats are here to fix the problem. Yeah. Because this is the, at the end of the day, this is the problem that uh, Democrats have all the best intentions in mind and they just come up with systems that don't work because they're too convoluted. They're too crazy. We talked to mar- marijuana earlier. Yeah. Like the fact that like these businesses that have been running for 20 years when we had a medical marijuana system and the regulations were. Uh, strict but not completely undoable like everybody was able to play ball nobody got hurt it was a perfectly fine system that worked and then you had to come up with this new system that requires like you know like weekly sales tax registration yeah. and like you know having all these different uh, safety measures in mind and like everything the, with the idea of like protecting the people who would be potentially buying the marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like you're shutting out people who've been doing this for 20 years and are not like a med men, which is just filled with like Marlboro owned marijuana products. Essentially, yeah. You know, like you're taking out all the, all the people that you tried to replace the system of, you know, like drugs equal uh, the drug to prison pipeline, essentially, you know, like and saying like, OK, we're going to make it legal. And then you ruin the whole thing. Like, that's the problem. Like, I can't I can't say vote for Republicans because they're intentionally doing things to deceive you. And I can't mm-hmm. say vote for Democrats because whatever they say is just not going to work. Like, that's the at any time, like the debate this week, like where you're hearing like Elizabeth Warren going on and on about like, you know, like, oh, why we need to have Medicare for all. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, like hypothetically, it works like the idea of like us all being on the same plan mm-hmm. and being able to talk down prices and everything would become less expensive without the insurance companies and everything like that. I get it. I just don't trust you to be able to do it. Like you just haven't shown like there's never been a Democrat who came along. It was just like. Uh, I've been a CPA for the last 40 years and I know how to make things work. Like, I don't, I don't know how to, let me offer a third opinion. We have Republicans on the right and we have Democrats on the left. Yeah. Uh, I can offer you a group that encompasses both and takes care of all the problems you're talking about. Okay. Guillotines. (laughs) Let's go with guillotines. Guillotines 2020. And I think that's a good place to, uh, to wrap up the bottom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Next week we'll get into the ACLU and Herschel's Yeah, I do Baltimore Serpico and everything. I there's there's the, so uh, many things on the, the docket this week. It's yes. just insane. So we are at uh fifty eight minutes right now. Uh let's just do a quick uh oh wait, I cleared it. Uh let's do a quick uh, lightning round. Okay. Well uh, one minute on each of these impeachment topics. It, it, can I can I set up the Les Parmas thing a yes, little bit go before ahead, we go ahead, go ahead. I, this is important and I, I'm not trying to uh, I'm I'm not trying to ruin everyone's weekend. Mm-hmm. I felt <laughs> I felt uh this needs to to have its proper context put into it. Uh, Les Parmas was a Ukrainian national who worked with Rudy Giuliani and another partner, another Ukrainian individual who uh, got arrested recently. We talked about it on the podcast. Uh, they were about to board their flight from Dulles to Europe when they got arrested, um, and. They're in a lot of trouble. 
much like Catherine Pugh was doing, trying to talk down any kind of uh, legal jeopardy, uh, they are talking right now. And uh, the lawyer for Les Parmas put out there that uh, in December of last year, uh, Devin Nunes of the uh, House Republican leadership mm-hmm. and of California... I think I'm near Lancaster, right? Is that where yeah, he's in Northern is? California? Yeah. yeah, he's an L.A. but outside of L.A. congressman. Yeah. Um, he is. Uh, he flew to Vienna in December on government money, find you, with four other people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> something that caused like twenty five thousand dollars. Fact finding trip yeah. to talk to the Ukrainian prosecutor who was fired in the whole corruption scandal mm-hmm. to hear what he had to say about the bidens and uh right now by right now uh nunez when approached with the question uh first by cnn said like i'm not talking to you guys in this lifetime or next mm-hmm. uh and then to another reporter like a more conservative reporter who asked him uh said something along the lines of i plan on taking them to court for their slander and blah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, not actually saying that he didn't do it but just saying that he plans on taking them to court let them prove it yeah let them uh let them try and prove this um and i'm sure les parmas has some sort of way it, it would be pretty dumb of his lawyer to yeah. put this out in the universe if there was nothing there to back this up even a little bit that, that would that would that would not help his case. Yeah. Like, um, funny thing, too. Devin Nunez sits on, if I am correct. By the way, hold on, hold on. Yeah, go ahead. I have go to ahead. correct you. Yeah. You said Nunez. Yes. Nunez. Nunez. Oh, he's. There's no accent over the N. No Hispanic? No Hispanic? No. He's a white guy named De- <laughs> Devin. It's all right. You don't have to ask like somebody Cruz questions. Or? Uh, when, he, when he shows up at the at the rallies with yes. the Latinos, the ones who will actually be seen Nunez. with them. Uh, Nunez is here. Yeah, but uh, when he's with his friends, it's uh, Your Nunez. favorite congressman, Devin Nunez. Yeah. Is there a Devin that in Spanish? That was kind of Italian. I know. All my yeah. Mexican is Italian. <laughs> Racist. Anyway, um... So, yeah, uh, so but yes, he, the the the, uh, the tea is being spilt by Les Parmas's lawyer, mm-hmm. and I don't imagine he'd be doing this unless uh, uh, he had something there. And Devin Nunes is not reacting well to all this, especially when uh, uh, fucking who's the one uh, Swal uh, Swalwell, the one who yeah. was running for president, uh, he read the story on an open <laughs> impeachment hearing, but so it was on the record. Isn't um, Devin's it, on the one of he's the, the one he's the one heading the Republican side yeah. of this investigation? Yeah, it's, it's just. Uh, they, just you can't get out of you your own you fucking can't way. Do this, like uh, it's because they think that they think that nothing will happen. They think nothing will happen, and he's like, "The best place to hide, plain sight. Absolutely, let's do this." This, this wolf was just torn, or this lamb was just torn apart by wolves. We should have a, we should have some sort of investigation to figure out if anything went wrong here. And half the people who should be investigating it should be wolves as well. Yeah, it's only fair that both sides <laughs> of the equation are heard from. Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, I feel like there's going to be more about that, too. I would really like to see Devin Nunez uh, <laughs> impeached by his own house brethren as well. Or just silenced. That would be nice. Well, I mean, like, he can't be impeached. No, you can. In Congress, you can be impeached? Anyone in national office can be impeached. I thought I thought the the congressman and the senators had to just resign in disgrace. Nope. I thought there was something in there. You, about that. Uh, there have been there has been one. There is an open impeachment proceeding against a house, a member of the house that has never closed. It started in like eighteen seventies. Yeah, uh, th- this one this one would not end in an impeachment because them impeaching Trump or impeaching Nunes would mean that they would have to impeach Trump. Yes, because 
what Trump did was worse than what Nunes did. And, there, and it's not even like, and what Nunes did was really fucking bad. But there will like, be a lot of people in his office like, listen, bro, they, we cannot let this go down. I need you to step down. I can need you just get down. sick for a while or something like yeah. that? Can you just get like cancer and just go away for a while? Just, I just resign. Like, you can keep the seat and just don't like come in and just oh, no. don't vote and like. Dems won't let him keep the seat. No, yeah, I'm sure they won't let him. The I'm sure they won't let him keep the keep the the spot on the committee. They'll they'll let him. They'll quietly let Jim Jordan like run the committee. But I'm I, saying like the they'll they'll make some sort of like oh these these heartless Democrats who won't let Devin Nunes go through his cancer treatment for show me the show me the test. What was show it? me the oh, test? Ovarian cancer, Devin, you stupid fuck. <laughs> you won't let him fight his ovarian cancer treatment. I am twelve. <laughs> Uh yeah, all right. Devin, so Devin just texted me what is cancer ovarian? You dumb motherfucker! <laughs> I I swear to God, if you weren't one of us, I would murder you in your sleep. All right, so <laughs> I'm gonna assign one minute for each of the remaining topics. Okay. We're already over an hour. Are you yeah. ready? And go. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So a federal judge said that Don McGahn has to respond to congressional subpoenas, but and also stated, uh, even though this one was specifically about Don McGahn, that in the view of the court. Uh, any senior official in the White House is open to congressional oversight mm-hmm. and therefore congressional subpoenas in the uh, uh, House of a uh, impeachment inquiry. Right. Which means that uh, anyone who thinks that they are going to bring and delay a subpoena now will have this judge who will say, nope, already decided. Go testify. To be fair, though, this will uh, part of the reason why I don't want to talk about this more is because, I mean, this will go to a higher court and the, it'll just keep getting appealed until eventually it goes to the Supreme Court. Which will probably happen a lot quicker because the Supreme Court will mm. have a reason to like see this case right away. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, Adnan sits in jail forever. <laughs> Trump gets to figure out in two months whether the Supreme Court will. Yep. Um, it, Justice. It's uh, it's nuts. But all these people should testify. This is a really fucking bad day for Trump. Yep. And uh, if it goes to the Supreme Court and they find that the congressional subpoenas stand, then we are. In for the shit show. That's the no, shit no. show begins. Here's the thing. We're not. We're in for health condition and stepping down and Vice President Pence pardoning him of all crimes. I, I'm I'm sure that at some point they're trying. I, I, I think that the, the plan is kick this can for as long as possible. And that's our that's our emergency out. That's the that's the parachute opening when the plane is going down. Yep. We'll see. All right. Next topic. Yeah. Go. Trump uh, did a 53-minute call-in segment on Fox and Friends. Uh, All good. Always good. The president, he, live he on does, TV. He does this from time to time. I don't know if you people are aware of what Fox and Friends you is. You people. <laughs> um, but during that conversation, he said uh, that uh, the secret server that Hillary Clinton had for all her... Uh, emails was in the possession of a Ukrainian company in co- named Counter Strike, which is actually an American company owned by a Russian. Mm-hmm. Um, and that when the very surprised host of the Fox and Friends heard about this, said, "Is that true?" And he responded with, "Well, that's what I'm hearing. That that's the yeah. word." So uh, basically, which Trump not not how the word works. By no. the way, <laughs> uh, he is spreading QAnon bullshit from Reddit. Well, or from H. And not only this, this is this is literally what the Kremlin is trying to put out there as a reason for why Russia didn't interfere in the election because Ukraine was doing it, you guys. Yeah. And Ukraine and Russia don't have a great relationship, so they don't mind like you know like putting that on Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And now we're in this position where Trump is just parroting what 
Russian propaganda is out there and we're just all okay with it. Like, it's fine. Like, you can just do this on TV. 2019. Speaking of which, uh, what Trump is doing, uh, just randomly repeating Russian propaganda, even if you're under the impression that he doesn't have any kind of uh, tie from Russia, mm-hmm. is something uh, that you would see from what we would call a useful idiot. Mm, yes. A useful idiot is somebody who is unaware that you're doing some sort of criminal activity, but you are man- you able to talk them into being beneficial for your cause hmm. by like not saying anything you know i definitely don't have one of those <laughs> the uh uh as shout guillotines in every after, <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> uh, so for some reason the feds are gonna come by and be like so uh were you talking about Catherine Pugh getting guillotined on the pot i'm like really me <laughs> <laughs> This one fucking time. Listen, we uh we already had him under surveillance for a long time. We understand now you've become involved. Uh, uh, yeah. So John Kennedy, uh, senator from Louisiana, uh, w- was asked about what Trump said on Fox and Friends, and basically he said the same exact thing, and was uh going like, "Well, we do. We all know that the servers in Ukraine." And it's just like nobody's ever fucking like this is the. the Okay, all right, sorry. One more rant. One more rant from the mm-hmm, room. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the f- stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen. Because, <laughs> like, number one, the server's not in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. It's not like a physical box. Like, it's no. not like somebody brought it. Like, it's in the cloud. Like, this is how email works these days. Nobody has a box for email anymore. Like, two, uh, <laughs> everything that Joe Biden did in Ukraine was correct. Mm-hmm. Like, Republican senators at the time said... That that Ukrainian prosecutor is wrong and needs to be fired. Mm-hmm. And he said to do it, even though it would hurt his son's company. Yeah. So, like, it, everyone was just like, congratulations, Joe, on doing the right thing, even though it might potentially hurt your son in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. And now this turns into Joe wanted this prosecutor fired because he was going to investigate Burisma and Hunter Biden was going to get into some sort of trouble. And the whole timeline doesn't make any fucking sense. None whatsoever. So... I guess the thing I'm trying to say is just like they're all worthless and <laughs> stupid. I think and what you're saying is I guillotines, right? You're I saying guillotines. I can't even believe that we are. Uh, this is the life we live. Like, it's 2019 and truth is stranger so than like, fiction. But you know what? Ravens won tonight. Ravens won. Ravens. At least there's at least at least once a week. I, I get a slight reprieve from my anger. What is a uh, group of Ravens called? A uh, uh, unkindness. An unkindness. Yeah. And we certainly showed that to the Rams today. We were very unkind to them. Very unkind. Mm. Uh, Speaking of uh, all manners of unkindness, you know where you can find more? Where's that? OtheAnthem.com. Corey to OtheAnthem.com. OtheAnthem on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the listener line, 443-219-7595. What's that number again? 443-219-7595. You can find more of me and my website, CoreyBakerFilmmaker.com. Uh, or facebook.com forward slash Corey Baker film or at legends five on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Um, what was the most recent movie review I did? I don't remember offhand. Last Christmas. Last Christmas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check out that one. Uh, wait, like, where would they check that out? At, uh, the Corey Baker filmmaker, YouTube page, Ooh, part of now. the create music group family. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to do another review here. I want to see a movie. Uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, something like that. So I'll do another review for Thursday. I've been kicking around. I watched. Uh, I didn't 
be able to like sit down and, and watch every single minute of Dolomite is my name and I didn't feel like doing a review of something I wasn't like 100% focused on but I might yeah. like give it a rewatch and uh, give it a review at some point here too. There's a bunch of things on HBO, Netflix, yeah, Amazon that I want to see. Uh, I was well. The around. problem is like I I watch like the new Lady and the Tramp, yeah, like the new live action Lady Me and the too. Tramp on and Disney Plus, yeah. And it was like, do I do a review about this because like it is like a movie that's being released on a platform, and I've done streaming movies before, like yeah. I, I don't separate them, but it didn't feel like. It felt like a Redbox movie, kind of like just offhand a little bit. Uh, and it was it made specifically like, for that. And, yeah, and I knew that it, with it being launched on Disney Plus, it wasn't going to be as good as the ones that they're putting in the theaters because they still make more money from the ones they put in the theaters. Yeah, but I still like. It, I didn't feel like doing a review on it and just like kicking shit on something that, like, really, it's just a Disney movie. It doesn't need like it's fine. It's fine like don't worry about it it was it was never in i mean literally they made it to have content that somebody would be like oh a live action yeah let me go see yeah have have something worth seeing on the launch of the thing yeah yeah uh as opposed to you know star wars and marvel and everything else they needed something for uh for the rachel sect because <laughs> yeah. there's plenty on there for me yeah Anyway, you can find more of me at Robert and Cheek on all your social networks. Make sure you uh, go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Rob Cheek, now a member of the Create Music Group Network. Uh, and you can find, uh, you know, Corey may not be uh, the best at posting, but you're going to find two posts a week, no matter what, on that channel. New episodes every Thursday, and then usually Sunday, but one day in between at least. Uh, going back through the catalog of old movies, stuff that I saw over the summer, as well as the new stuff this Thursday about uh, last Christmas. Mm. So, also doing a review of that, so you can check that out. Right now, Zombieland 2 is the episode that's up, so make sure you check that out there. Uh, you can, of course, find more information at robertandcheek.com, where you can find links uh, to everywhere that you need to go, uh, including uh, the Amazon page, where you can uh, find my books. By Rob's Books. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think we've done good here today. We've done something. I don't know if it's good. Uh, oh, by the way, if anybody's listening to this, I am traveling back to Maryland today. As you're listening to this uh, tomorrow, if you're listening, watching live. So if you're in Maryland, and you want to see me. You got like four days. So what are you going, by the way? Uh, flight is at 730 tomorrow night. Oh, OK. Yeah. So yeah. I have a long 24 hours in front of me. Here we <laughs> well, go. Yay. Good luck. Good luck with getting out of time. Burbank. Oh, you're flying out of Burbank? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. OK. I meant like getting out of work, like. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm going to leave. Because instinctively at like two o'clock, some some. 18 year old is going to walk up to you with like a stapler and just be like, Rob, I'm out of staples. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling everybody I'm leaving at one and uh, hopefully by then I'll leave at three, which gets me <laughs> home and in time to get to Burbank by six. So should be fine. Anyway, it should be fine. But uh, you can catch up to me in Maryland. If you Rob, want. why does my post-it notes have any more post-it notes on it? I literally had to get somebody post-it notes today because <laughs> they could not find the post-it notes. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that was done, just a random guess and I nailed it. We've done something. I don't know if it's <laughs> good, but as always, you're listening to the, o the Anthem podcast, part of the O the Anthem digital network. Now a part of the create music network. Well, now I forget what the ending is uh, for Corey for Corey. This is Rob. Have a great weekend, everybody. You, uh, you think, uh, there's any NFL games we will put money on this weekend. Uh, I will not because I don't gamble when I go to Vegas except for on my health <laughs> with all of the Fat Tuesday I like to drink.